Welcome to Made by Me, a podcast about entrepreneurship, self-discovery, manifestation, and magic. I'm Kaliska Sweetwater, a born and raised witch and owner of Polaris Jewelry. Today I want to talk about the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system is a filter that our brain uses to decide what information presented to us each day is important and what is irrelevant. And what it determines to be irrelevant, it literally will not show us. We will not see it. We will not perceive it because in a given day, we are presented with so much information. Our brain actually cannot take it all in. So it has this filter Um, The reticular activating system is a bundle of neurons at the top of our spine where our brain connects right there. And it has five functions, one of which is called habituation. And habituation is kind of like the bouncer of our brain. It determines who we let in, who stays out, what's important for us to know, what's irrelevant, and it decides that based on our subconscious beliefs. So... The reason that I wanted to talk about this today is because I believe this is basically the reason why manifestation works. This is the reason why we have confirmation bias. This is the reason why we all perceive reality so differently. This is it. This filtration system is what determines our realities. And I think it's really important to understand that because once you acknowledge that reality is not the same for you as it is for me and that this filter is controlled by our subconscious and that through manifestation you can control your subconscious to a certain degree you can actually change your reality you can change the way that you exist in the world you can change your perception of your life and i think that that is such a powerful thing to be able to take ownership of and to have an understanding of this is really life-changing. It was for me at least. And I really do think that this is the basis for everything that we experience throughout life. So basically how this works is our brain always wants to prove us right. So if we have a core belief that we are really great at something or that we are really terrible at something. The brain doesn't care either way, whether this is going to make you feel better about yourself or worse about yourself. The brain really only cares that it proves you right on that core belief. So it is going to look at reality, look at all the input throughout the day, and it is going to search for proof to confirm that positive or negative belief that you have about yourself. So this is one of the main reasons why affirmations are really important and work really well. And I wanted to give a little tip on how to form an affirmation to signal to the subconscious because this is all kind of like a self-sealing loop, right? So like when we tell ourselves something positive about ourselves, we see the proof of that in our reality And then we believe it deeper about ourselves and then it continues the cycle. So even though positive affirmations are a little bit cheesy, a little bit cringe to like do, I would just suggest don't tell anybody, you know? You don't have to share your affirmation with anybody. You don't have to proclaim it to the world. You can just have it as a little secret for yourself, 
a little, you know, secret seed that you planted in your heart. And wow, that sounded so cheesy. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I, I really do feel like it's a it's a big deal and I really do feel like it's like the cheesiest thing ever simultaneously and we just have to acknowledge it like it's cheesy but it really works and the reason how it works is if you say something that you wish were true about yourself but you say it in the present tense as if it is true today and you say it enough your subconscious will start to pick that up it will start to filter reality to prove that to yourself the belief is going to get a little bit stronger and that cycle will just take over after a certain point so it's super super powerful however it is super super important that you frame this in a present tense sentence so for example if i want to believe about myself that i am an expert podcaster that, you know, I'm good at whatever this is that I'm doing. I can't say I'm working on being great at podcasting because when I say that to myself, my brain hears I'm working on and it says, okay, that's something in the future. We don't need to worry about that right now. That's in the future, irrelevant, scrap it to the side. We're going to look for evidence of that down the road. But if you say I am a great podcaster, like it makes me like a little bit nervous to say that into the microphone right now but if you say it in the present tense your subconscious will take that in even if it's to a very slight degree it will take that in and it will look for evidence of that and then that belief will start to grow and then as that grows it's going to sort reality and show you more and more proof to confirm that until one day I wake up and I feel confident about my podcasting skills. So that's just an example of something, you know, in my personal personal current manifestation and an example of how you want to frame it. Because when you put it, the way you put it, the way you word it is really important. You have to ground it in the present because this filtration doesn't care about tomorrow. It only cares about now. It's only worried about all the things it has to filter out today. You know, this this employee of yours has an endless to-do list. They're not worried about what they have to do in two years. They're just worrying about right now. So right now, what do you want it to pay attention to? Right now, what do you want to have it filtering for and proving to you? And... The sooner you decide that for yourself, the longer this program has to reinforce that belief and start to change the way you see reality, the way you feel about yourself, the way the world looks to you, and the results that that bring to your life. So I want to give two examples of how you may have already experienced confirmation bias via the habituation function of the reticular activating system just to familiarize yourself with wow this really does work this really has existed forever and yeah just give you a basis of what we're talking about today so one example that i hear all the time all the all the time is the example of you go to buy a car 
right? You pick out the model, you pick out the color, you're trying to decide like what fabric should the seats be. I've never bought a car. I don't know how this goes. But theoretically, you're really thinking about this big purchase. You're really focusing on it. So your brain is really like, okay, wow, like this is important. We clearly want some more information about this. This is a big deal. You know, we really, we care about this. Suddenly, you are going to see that car everywhere. And this is something I experienced even though I never had a car. If my dad got a new car, I would see that car everywhere. Whenever I saw it, I would wonder, oh, is that them? Oh, is that them? And this is something that in the moment, it might feel like, wow, like everyone's buying this car at the same time. Wow, all these cars came out of nowhere. Like, where were they? And the reality of it is that they were there the entire time. You just didn't see them. You literally did not see them because your brain did not view it as important. Or maybe you saw them, but you have no memory of it. You did not take it in because that car was not important at that time. You didn't need to know about it. The brain had better things to do. The second example that really illustrates this point is when you are in a huge setting, like a big group setting where there's lots of people talking, maybe you're at a concert, maybe you're on the subway, and you're really hearing a lot of different conversations and different things, and you're just kind of zoning out until someone says your name. And you're always able to pick up your name in a crowd because your subconscious has been taught your entire life that your name is important. You need to pay attention to your name because someone may be calling for help, someone may be talking shit about you, you need to be paying attention to your name and that is so deeply ingrained in you that you don't even, you're not even listening to these people. You're like in your own daydream, you're like thinking about that last episode you just saw and across the subway you hear someone say your name and you like whip your head around because that's the reticular activating system in action. It is filtering out our reality and creating what we expect. If you look for something, you will find it. If you believe something, your brain will prove it to you. So I just kind of wanted to go over this because we have control over our subconscious to a certain degree and our subconscious controls what our reality looks like. And I'm not talking metaphorically. I am talking literally. If you believe something, your brain will prove it to you. If you want to change that, you can. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is surprisingly simple. And it can be done using rudimentary techniques like positive affirmation, like scripting, which is where you write down in detail things that you want or a different pattern of behavior you want to see in your life or something like that. These are ways to perceive reality different. These are ways to shape the world that you walk through. And I think it's a really beautiful tool. And even if you don't choose to utilize this, I think that it's really important to understand that this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about manifestation. This is this is it, basically. And I think it's really important to know that this is happening regardless because 
with the way that algorithms work, it's basically doubling down on that. Like we have our own filtration system and then the algorithm has an additional filtration system. So we are in a tunnel within a tunnel and we have to be aware of that because if not, we can be led to very strange and unique places that aren't actually healthy or good, but we may view them as normal because of this double confirmation bias bubble that now exists. So I hope that you think about this the next 12 hours and see what your reality is telling you and play around with it. All right. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. If you'd like to see my work, you can head over to polarisjewelry.com.